0: To get through the crisis, primary care advocates are calling on commercial insurers to overhaul how they pay for care. Italy considers testing for COVID antibodies to see who can go back to work. And hospitals are calling on insurers to follow Medicare's lead and pay for care faster. All that more coming up on this episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Tuesday, April 7th, and I'm Alex Olgan with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. On Friday, the Trump administration said it would use some of the $100 billion in hospital relief from the stimulus bill to cover the care costs of uninsured patients. Secretary of Health and Human Services Alex Azar said hospitals would be reimbursed at Medicare rates in exchange for not balance billing patients. This after the administration decided not to reopen HealthCare.gov for a special enrollment period. The American Hospital Association wasn't happy with this announcement. The AHA said in a statement, the relief money is for health systems under financial stress because of canceled elective procedures and COVID treatment expenses that threaten the ability to keep the doors open for both insured and uninsured patients. With more than 10 million people filing for unemployment in March alone, Medicaid rolls are expected to swell, as an estimated 35 million people will lose employer-sponsored health coverage. According to one estimate from Health Management Associates, an additional 23 million people could enroll in Medicaid over the next several months. With potentially massive shifts in payer mix, the AHA is asking commercial insurers to make a variety of changes to increase cash flow, including moving to advance payments like Medicare has done. In a letter, the AHA called for insurers to offer advance payments during the emergency, eliminate prior authorizations, and expedite outstanding claims. America's Health Insurance Plans, or AHIP for short, responded with its own letter, saying insurers have waived many cost-sharing obligations for COVID treatment, expanded telehealth coverage, and are moving to fast-track payments. But the letter stops short of agreeing to forego prior authorizations. Ahib said insurers are also bracing for high COVID treatment costs. But one thing to remember is that while COVID costs will be high, insurers won't be paying for many other elective procedures that have been canceled or delayed because of the pandemic. Primary care leaders are urging commercial insurers to follow in Medicare's footsteps and change the way they pay for care. The so-called Primary Care Marshall Plan encourages insurers to move to prospective payments rather than paying for each service or appointment after the fact. Many primary care practices that are mostly fee-for-service are concerned about viability because their patient volume has gone down. According to one projection from Health Landscape and the American Academy of Family Physicians, about 60,000 practices or doctors will close or scale back by June if the pandemic continues. But fast, decisive action could change that trajectory, says Dr. Christopher Crow, CEO of Catalyst Health Network. The network of hundreds of primary care physicians across Texas already has value-based contracts with commercial payers. Crow, along with other leaders in primary care, including the American Academy of Family Physicians, Allidade's Dr. Farzad Mostashari, and others, are calling on commercial insurers to make these changes on a large scale. Here's Dr. Crow. We really need Uh, the commercial insurance is to to step up. And we're not asking for a bailout, you know, we're asking for ongoing payment to care for the communities the way we always have. And then, and rather it be in reactive transactional payments, that they're actually in prospective relational payments to help us continue to keep our operations up and going and modify what, what is now available through technology uh, to, to better care for, for people and to remodel how we can actually care for people more holistically under a prospective payment model. The plan calls for insurers to use historical payments to primary care physicians to set prospective payment levels to support providers through this short-term crisis. In Italy, health officials think the worst of the outbreak may be over. The question now is how to reopen businesses and lift lockdowns safely. One option being considered by officials is testing people for antibodies. Those who have the mark of immunity would be able to go back to work. But as the New York Times article says, the plan is ahead of where the science is. Last week, the Food and Drug Administration gave emergency use authorization to the first blood test for coronavirus antibodies. Celex developed a finger prick test that gives results in about 15 minutes. But just the presence of antibodies doesn't guarantee immunity. There isn't enough known about the virus yet and whether immunity is temporary or longer-lasting. But it's one of the things scientists in Italy are hoping to learn from the town Vaux in the hard-hit northern part of the country. All 3,000 residents of the small town were tested at the beginning of the outbreak, even those without symptoms. And scientists are planning to gather blood samples from those same residents to figure out why some people got sick and others didn't. The president of the region that Vaux is in has floated the idea of those with antibodies getting licenses to go back to work, and the U.K. has suggested a similar plan. The use of biological criteria to determine who is healthy enough to go back to work brings up questions of discrimination. But as one philosopher in Paris told the Times, it's not discriminating, it's protecting those who are susceptible. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, drug maker GlaxoSmithKline announced it was investing in San Francisco based Vera Biotechnology, which is working on a potential antibody treatment and possible vaccine for COVID 19. On this news, Vera Biotechnology was up 26.6% and GlaxoSmithKline was up 2.1%. The broader sector was up 5.4% at the end of the trading day Monday. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact...